Jews, I call them Jews to you because they're known as Jews. I don't call them Jews. I refer to them as so-called Jews because I know what they are, and I can prove that. The Eastern European Jews, who form 92% of the world's population of those people who call themselves Jews, were originally Khazars. They were a warlike tribe that lived deep in the heart of Asia. And they were so warlike that even the Asiatics drove them out of Asia into Eastern Europe. And to reduce this so you don't get too confused about the history of Eastern Europe, they set up this big Khazar kingdom, 800,000 square miles. Only there was no Russia, there were no other countries, and the Khazar kingdom was the biggest country in all Europe. So big and so powerful that when the other monarchs wanted to go to war, the Khazars would loan them 40,000 soldiers. That's how big and powerful they were. Now, they were phallic worshippers. It was their religion, the way it was the religion of many other pagans or barbarians elsewhere in the world. Now the king became so disgusted with the degeneracy of his kingdom that he decided to adopt a so-called monotheistic faith, either Christianity, Islam, the Muslim faith, or what is known today as Judaism, really Talmudism. So, like spinning a top, he said, eeny, meeny, miny, moe, and he picked out so-called Judaism. And he opened up synagogues and schools in his kingdom of 800,000 square miles, and maybe 10 to 20 million people, and they became what we call Jews. There wasn't one of them that ever had an ancestor that ever put a toe in the Holy Land, not alone in Old Testament history, but back to time, the beginning of time. Not one of them. That is the foundation of all the misery that has befallen the world. The whole thing, the whole Greater Israel Plan, it, it, it operates on two essential things. It's to survive, Israel must become the imperial regional power, and it must affect the division of the entire area around it into smaller states. They stir up sectarian hatred, they divide the whole place into smaller states, and then all these smaller states are fighting each other, and so that kind of legitimizes uh, Israel's existence because it, it appears to be the only stable force in the area when it's the one who's gone and destabilized the whole thing. And what Chris said about the two stripes on the flag, this is exactly right, the Nile and the Euphrates, this is the plan for greater Israel. And it includes Syria, it includes Jordan, it includes uh, the top of the Saudi Arabia, half of Iraq, parts of Lebanon. This has been the plan for the whole time and this is why they've gone in there and done things the way they have. It's all part of the Greater Israel Project. And even there was another document that was called uh, Israel's Sacred Terrorism. It was written by a man called uh, Olivia uh, Rakash. And it's uh, it's based on the memoirs of Moshe Sharet, former Prime Minister of Israel. And it, it basically outlines the uh, 1978 invasion of Lebanon to a T. It's exactly what they did, and it's kind of a smaller, condensed version of this Yinon plan. And the Yinon plan was also outlined by, you know, way back as far as Theodore Herschel, 
I mean, this has been going on for a long time. This scenario is borne out by none other than Prime Minister David Ben-Gurion, one of the great founders of Israel. Recorded in an astonishing article in Look magazine, Ben-Gurion predicted that a one-world system presided over by Jerusalem will be set up in the near future. All continents will become united in a world alliance at whose disposal will be an international police force. All armies will be abolished and there will be no more war. In Jerusalem, the United Nations, a truly United Nations, will build a shrine of the prophets to serve the federated union of all continents. This will be the seat of the Supreme Court of Mankind to settle all controversies among the federated continents as prophesied by Isaiah. What we're dealing with here, look, when you look at the um, the whole Khazar Empire, that's who these people are, they're Khazars, and they've basically hijacked everything. They've infiltrated into Christianity, they've infiltrated into Judaism, they've probably even infiltrated into Islam. Infiltrated into everything. This is why you've got uh, Christian Zionists, you've got Jewish Zionists, you've got this whole sort of mottled empire that's sort of all over the world. It's infiltrated everywhere. And they're using basically the what's outlined, the supremacist ideology that's outlined in the Jewish faith. They're using this to construct their new world order. And these people believe they're the chosen people. These, these Khazars are more zealous about following these, these ideologies and the actual Jews are, but none of them actually believe in God. They're creating this whole tense situation everywhere to break everything up, to collapse everything, collapse all the economies, collapse Europe, collapse Russia, collapse everything, and create this empire of chaos with this, this one bastion of control in the middle which will be greater Israel. That's the plan, but it's run by the Khazars. And I, I would suggest that even the British royal family are probably related to these Khazars in some way. I mean, it all seems to go back to this empire. All the research that I've done over the years, going back through Hebrew lines and going back, looking at what happened in Egypt and so many things, this, this Khazar history is the most hidden history and the most repressed history anywhere. You know, it's all about um, merging all of the races on the planet together. This is why we've got such an infiltration of foreign races into Europe at the moment, which is all being run by, by uh, Jewish advisors to all of these countries. You know? And it's, it's weird. You say to stuff, and go, oh, you're blaming the Jews for everything. You're anti-Semitic. Well, hang on. I'm just looking at the situation. And you look and you go, well, these people, they just happen to all be Jews. Is this a coincidence? And then you look at the Greater Israel Plan and you look at the whole doctrine of the, of the, the Jews, the God's Chosen and the Goyim, and you say, well, here it all is. Sisi, he's serving British and Israeli interests like to a T. He's doing, he's doing just as bad, even more um, damage to uh, to Gaza than Israel because these are Arab brothers. These should be supporting these people. And he's closed all the borders off, like you say, he's bulldozed all those homes. He's even thinking of digging a moat, as I was saying before, along the. So they can't possibly dig any tunnels because they'd have the weight of water above them.
there's no way they'd be able to do any smugglers' tunnels. Like I said, they're turning Gaza into a super maximum prison. It's uh, being done right in, in front of the rest of the world. So CC is absolutely serving their interests. But I mean, Bashar Assad, I mean, I don't think he was installed. I think he, he was kind of a reluctant leader. He came to power and uh, didn't really want to have the position that he's got. And his country has been devastated because he wouldn't bow to the Zionist control system. I mean, this whole ISIS thing, I mean, ISIS has sprung out of nowhere exactly when Israel needed it. Um, it's, it's paved the way for Western intervention to go and carpet bomb the whole Arab world. So, I mean, who's controlling this? They're saying they're Muslim extremists. They're not Muslim extremists at all. They're killing Muslim people. They're killing women and children. All of these things that are banned by the Quran. They say if you do this, then you, you go to hell for all eternity. So obviously they're not religious extremists. They're just extremists. I mean, I would suggest that ISIS probably stands for Israeli Secret Intelligence Services. There's just a new boogeyman because uh, Bin Laden had run out of steam, Al-Qaeda had run out of steam. But ultimately, it's all a product of the West anyway. These are the same people that they had in, in Libya, the same people in Syria. put the troops in and, and play this. Look, ISIS got started through funding from our friends and allies. So with the additional steps I ordered last month, we're speeding up training of ISIL forces, including volunteers from Sunni tribes in Anbar province. So with the additional steps I ordered last month, we're speeding up training of ISIL forces, including volunteers from Sunni tribes in Anbar province.